If evolution is true, you could read Charles Darwin's book, page 170, or page 217. He said, hey, we, the death and struggle for life is, the, is a wonderful thing. That's how we get ahead. Okay? Now, the creation view says there was a flood about 4,400 years ago. Now, this would make a few predictions. Based on the idea that there was a universal flood, I think I could predict that the Earth will have hundreds of layers of strata. Floods automatically do that. Moving water sorts particles in all sorts of layers. You can get a jar of dirt, add some water to it, and shake it up and set it down, and in 20 seconds you'll have layers forming in your jar. Moving water automatically sorts particles. It's called hydrologic sorting. You engineers ought to know about that. I predict, based on the Bible teaching of the flood, that there will be billions of fossils, including coal and oil, found in the those layers of sedimentary rock that we find all over the earth. I predict that there will be huge canyons and deltas showing evidence of rapid, massive erosion. I predict there will be legends of this worldwide flood found in cultures all over the world. That's a prediction based on the biblical view. Bible, biblical view of creation is certainly scientific. It makes predictions. Okay. I predict there will be petrified trees in the vertical position extending through all of these layers. Thousands and thousands of these trees have been found around the world, petrified, standing up, connecting layers that some people want you to believe are different ages. Now, I don't know how long a dead tree stands up around here before it falls down, but up in Pensacola you get maybe five or ten years maximum before the tree falls over. And yet they're telling us these layers are different ages. We have dozens of pictures of these polystrate fossils on our website, drdino.com. Now, if somebody wants you to believe the layers are different ages by millions of years, well, they're welcome to teach you whatever they want, but this is simply not in, in accordance with the evidence. I believe the Bible would predict we would find things like this, polystrate fossils. A worldwide flood would do that. Now, science means knowledge, okay? A more expanded definition of science means knowledge gained by observation and study and testing. My contention is there is absolutely nothing scientific about the evolution theory if we define what we mean by evolution carefully, which I want to do in my last few minutes here. I like science. I taught high school science for 15 years. I love the study of science. I am not against science, but I'm against using lies to support a theory, and I'm certainly against telling people that science can go farther than it really can. Okay, now, Texas has a law that requires textbooks to be accurate. So does Florida. Florida Statute 1006 says there must be accuracy of instructional materials. Textbooks ought to be accurate. Wisconsin says textbooks ought to be accurate. Alabama says textbooks shall be adequate and current. California says textbooks shall be factually accurate. Minnesota says a teacher shall not deliberately suppress or distort subject matter. These are all wonderful laws, but not one of those states enforces them. The textbook says we have evidence of evolution. Okay, what kind of evidence do they give? This guy says evolution is fact, not theory. Birds arose from non-birds and humans from non-humans. No person who pretends to any understanding of the natural world can deny these facts. Well, it's okay to make a statement like that, but that's just a mantra. That doesn't make it true because he states it. Even if he states it loudly and forcefully, it doesn't make it true, okay? The word evolution has six different meanings. First of all, there would have to be cosmic evolution. That would be the origin of time, space, matter. They try to answer that with the Big Bang Theory, with which there are numerous problems. We cover that on our videotape number one. The second meaning or level or stage of the evolution theory would have to be chemical evolution. If the Big Bang produced hydrogen, well then how did we get all these other elements? They want me to believe that uranium evolved from hydrogen? They'll say, oh yeah, you get fusion in stars. Well, first place, you can't fuse past iron, number one. And secondly, if you want the stars to produce the elements, you have a chicken and an egg problem here. Which came first, the elements to make the stars or the stars to make the elements? You have a real problem here, but they never talk about chemical evolution. I'd like to hear that answer tonight. Thirdly, we'd have to have stellar evolution. The stars would have to evolve. Nobody's ever proven the formation of any one star. 
We see a few, star, few spots getting brighter and they're assuming a star is forming. No, it could be the dust is clearing. It could be a supernova taking place. There's, there's all kinds of explanations. Nobody's ever proven a star can form. And yet it's known now that there are about 11 trillion stars per person on this planet. Each of you could own 11 trillion of them. How did the stars evolve? Fourthly, we have to have organic evolution, the origin of life. How did life get started? Fifthly is macroevolution, where an animal changes to a different kind of animal. Nobody's ever seen any of these first five. Lastly is what's called microevolution. I object to the term, but they use it, so I'll use it. Microevolution tells us there are varieties within the same kind. Big dogs, little dogs, okay. This one happens, the first five are purely religious. And if you want to believe in those first five, you enjoy yourself, but don't call it science. And don't make me pay to teach that to the next generation of kids as part of science, because it's not. It's nothing but a religion. They teach 20 billion years ago, Big Bang, and you know, that's what, that's what the evolution theory is based on. You have to have an origin point. 18 or 20 billion years ago, there was a Big Bang. I think the evolution theory, as is currently taught in our textbooks, is totally unscientific. There's no not a shred of evidence to back it up, and I simply resent paying for it. So my position is that the evolution theory, which teaches clearly 20 billion years ago, Big Bang, then it says millions of years of torrential rains created the oceans as the earth cooled down, you know, cooled down into a rocky crust, and then oceans formed over millions of years. This textbook says, swirling in the waters of the oceans is a bubbling broth of complex chemicals. Progress from a complex chemical soup to a living organism is very slow. Sure is. It don't even happen. That's how slow it is. This guy said the first self-replicating systems must have emerged in this organic soup. So according to the evolution theory, 20 billion years ago, Big Bang, 4.6 billion years ago, the Earth cooled down. It rained on the rocks for millions of years and turned them into soup, and the soup came alive 3 billion years ago. So great-great-great-great-great-great-grandpa was soup. Okay? Now, it's true there's a lot of dogs in the world, but they didn't come from a rock 3.4 billion years ago, whatever you want to say. So. The evolution is a dying religion surviving only on tax dollars. Evolution theory is positively anti-science. There's not a shred of real evidence to support any of the theories except oft-repeating lies. Let's define one more term in my last 30 seconds. Stupid. Lacking normal intelligence. Foolish. Silly. A stupid idea. Dull and boring. Evolution is not even a good theory. I think it is stupid. Thank you.